it's an honor to hear that the location in the community was a bit of a fair way to your own personal location independent heaven. Sorry, I, I, I tried to tie it all in. Oh, that was Good a bad tie in. It was a stretch. It was a stretch. <laughs> I don't know. That's a stretch. <laughs> oh, Jason. <laughs> Hey team, start the timer. Welcome to Location Indie Podcast, the behind the scenes, unfiltered, no holds barred look at the realities of the location independent lifestyle from five, what? Five people who are living that lifestyle. I'm Trav and I have, I'm, have the pleasure of being surrounded by a lot of laughing, smiling Zoom faces right now. Welcome, team. Jay, explain to everyone why this podcast is going to be a little different. Oh, I mean, you're going to throw it in my court? In my half of the court already? Here, Okay. Well, who knows what's going to happen in the next 30 minutes or so, because we have our lovely team, the, the wizards of Location Indie, the, the people that are behind the curtain making all the magic happen while Travis and I sit here and babble on on the microphone uh, week in and week out. Somehow things get done and it's because of everybody here. So uh, we want to introduce them because they are going to be in a way kind of taking over the podcast, maybe expanding it a bit, you know, including more community stuff, creating different types of conversations. I and mean, you've heard Trav and I ramble on for for many episodes now so it's it's time to bring some new flavor into the uh into the location indie podcast and uh you know with the team here we we say we don't know what's going to happen because they have a lot of dirt on us so we'll, we'll see what comes out today but anyway let's uh let's go around and introduce everybody or you guys can introduce yourselves so you can everybody can uh like get to know your voice and what you do and and who you are and you know if you want to throw in a fun fact about yourself that always always keeps things interesting. So um, where should we start? I, I think we'll go longest tenured to <clears throat> shortest tenured, which means we're starting down with Lily, who's been... I mean, she has been a member of the LI community from the day we launched the community, February, whatever. I think it's February of 2015 would have been when we launched it. So, and then came on and has helped us for uh, many, 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 many years. So, Lily, start it off. Introduce yourself. Where are you at? What's your current lifestyle kind of look like? Which is for you is a very interesting question. Um, <laughs> and and then we'll we'll dive into everyone's story in a little bit. But just give us a broad strokes overview. And like Jay said, a fun fact, maybe something that even none of us know about you, if possible. Ooh. Oh, you're making you're bringing it up a notch, Trav. I don't know about mm-hmm. this. Okay. I am Lily. Hello, everybody. I have, like Trav said, been in LI since the very, very beginning. I think I was the second person ever to post in the forum back when we had a forum. So I have been around and I love it. I still love it. I'm all about it. I am the project manager slash integrator of LI. I kind of make sure everything is going on behind the scenes. Nothing's falling behind below the cracks, you know, and that things are moving along smoothly. Love it. And 
fun fact, I you might hear a little music in the background. That's because I'm a, in a cafe in Mexico right now. I okay. So fun fact, I think you guys know this about me already, but I lived in Mexico for five years as a kid, as a child fugitive. That's a long story. We probably don't have time to get it in the, in this into it in this podcast, but that is a little fun fact about me. <laughs> Awesome. Yes. And uh, fun fact about Lily, she's writing a book or should I, I, I actually has written a book about her life story as a child fugitive. So, um, yeah, it's like you said, maybe not this podcast, but hey, we've got plenty more that we could dive into that. So maybe we'll have you come on, Lily, and uh, and do like a deep dive into that and tell that story um, a little bit in audio form and and then people can hear more in the book. All right. So that's Lily. She keeps it rocking and rolling. Like she said, the integrator, the one who ties everything together. Um, next, Casey, I, I, man, I can't even, I don't even <laughs> know when you joined because I cannot remember what it was like before you were part of the team. And that's not Aww. blowing smoke. That's like, what, what were we doing? I, I don't, I don't know. It, it's got to be at least the last five years. Yeah, I think five, I think it has been about five years. I think I joined in uh, 2016, 2017, I think 2017 early. It's been a long time and I, I really feel like it's been forever in terms of like, I don't, I was a member before I became a member of the team, which was great. Accidentally, um, yeah. right? Isn't that the, <laughs> yeah. that's yeah. the best Yes, I part. did. Accident- <laughs> I thought, so I am smarter than this story is about to say. So I want to <laughs> preface with that. Um, I was getting ready for work one day and I thought I was buying the paradise pack on my phone while putting on makeup. All the girls out there, you get this. Um, and I accidentally joined the community. And so instead of buying the paradise pack, so um, it was the best accident I've ever done. So I believe in fate. And yeah, that led me to joining and figuring out what I want to do with my life. And when you're in your mid thirties, I think a lot of us think that we're supposed to already have that in check. Uh, I am one of the, I'm sure many out there that actually didn't. I do now. Um, so yeah, so I guess technically I'm the COO. I guess that's my title. Um, <laughs> we, we allow everyone Andy. fun fact about our team. We tell them all like, make up your own title, right? Like we all know what you do, but if you want to come up with something fun, go for it. Yeah. So, um, Hey, and got to go big COO baby. <laughs> um, and yeah, so I, I, uh, deal a lot with, within the community, um, with the ins and outs of what's happening behind the scenes. And of course, Lifestyle Launch Academy, which is amazing. If you haven't checked it out, please do. And let's see a fun fact about moi. I have been propositioned by, I think, three celebrities in my lifetime. Wow. Wait go. a minute. Hold on. There you go. You guys don't know that. Really? Wait, can you, hold can on. you not name names? Is this like, I mean, <clears throat> oh, I don't know if I should. Okay. Can you give hints? <laughs> where people would be able to figure it out. Okay. Well, these aren't going to be that exact, but um, two, two musicians, one actor, and it was all, okay. You guys have to like, I'm throwing it back now. It was the VH one. Oh, something to heaven. Um, Not stairway to heaven. It was a golf tournament that was, that took place in Las Vegas where I lived. And, um, Oh, I wish I could remember who it was. My uncle's a golfer. He was a part of it. I got to go to all the backstage stuff and the after parties and before parties and all that. And they get crazy. (laughs) Fun. (laughs) Whatever happens in Vegas apparently doesn't stay in Vegas because I've heard a lot of Casey's Vegas stories. So 
Um, You're not supposed to tell people. Don't snitch on me. <laughs> I didn't tell the story. I just said I've heard a lot of them. Um, and then we've got Lynn, our newest member of the team. But but really, again, at one of the things that we do here at LI is a lot of times when we're, we're hiring and, and having new team members come on is look within the community. And so even though you're newer to the team, Lynn, you've been a part of the community for also a long time. I don't know if you have an exact date or not. I do. Three years. It was the beginning of 2019 is when I joined. Best okay. decision I ever made, of course, is joining the fabulous community. And I'm coming up. I'm like just about one year being community manager. So yeah, I'm Lynn, the community manager. I'm the one that gets in the mix with everybody, um, all of our members. We have the best members ever. And um, yeah, um, my story is I got, I don't know, uh, we'll get into that later, but uh, hmm, fun fact about me. That's a good question. I don't know if I have a fun fact. Um, oh. I, I mean, you just spent like two months in Scotland, <laughs> didn't you? I mean, yeah, I did. I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess, you know, um, I feel like I'm living the the L.I. dream. I will say that. Uh, yeah. Two months in Scotland. That was amazing. It was fun. I was uh, Fort <laughs> William for two months. I highly recommend it. I stayed in an awesome place that had a great view. And um, yeah, the, the views that I have when I travel are far better than the wall that I'm staring at right now. <laughs> so I mm. guess I, my fun fact is I have a very small room and that's where I, I work and I live right in, in the room of my parents. I'm actually in my old, I guess here's a fun fact. I'm in my old bedroom where I grew up. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. Maybe a little Lynn, too much information. I, 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 yeah. I noticed the Hasselhoff poster looks a little worn down. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 never a fan of him. <laughs> no. Well, okay. here, here might be another fun fact. Lynn. Uh, what, okay, have you spent more time in Italy or Ireland? My thought is those are your top two countries. And how many different wow. times? Because you've been, to, you know, everything. Whenever we talk about Ireland or Italy, you seem to know everything. So you've spent a, quite a bit of time there. I think I've been to both countries six times. Okay. Mm. All right. So, so there you go. You can hear, but I'm not. I mean, but I'm not sure how much. I'm not sure, like, if I added up the time, I'd have to to think about that and see how much time I spent in each. But okay. yeah, Scotland's going to start adding up there pretty quickly, I think, though, with all the time I've spent there now and planning on going back. So yeah, you can hear we practice what we preach when it comes to the team, right? I mean, everybody's living this lifestyle. Everybody's. Um, kind of out and about. I know Casey took a big road trip not too long ago, and. Uh, you know, Lily's been living in an RV for forever. Now she's in Mexico. Lynn's gallivanting around Europe. I mean, it's uh, this is what we do, I guess. I mean, when you when you create a company like this, you you attract certain kind of person, right? And I think that's important, right? Like when you're when you're creating a company and you have certain values around the company, like make sure you bring on people and part of your team that are kind of in line with that. Yeah, I think it, also right? when you're looking to work with clients and, and we're, we're not going down a rabbit hole of coaching here, but when you're looking to work with clients, like who do you want to work with based on the lifestyle that their work will allow you to lead and vice versa? Like what type of lifestyle are they leading, right? If, if you don't want to grind all the time, then maybe you shouldn't work for someone who's like working 80 hours a week because they're going to probably expect that out of you. Whereas, you know, we just got on the right before this call, fun fact about Casey, uh, last week she was like, Ah, my mom and I, you know, we live here in Arizona and 
we've been here for like three or four years. We might be looking to move to Washington State. So just completely like we're kind of looking at this. Hops on the call today goes, today goes, yeah, so we sold our house. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> yep, you. So um, it is a we are we are we've some transient people by nature in 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 a good way. Um, and what I what we wanted to do is introduce you to to the people behind the scenes here, and, and not always behind the scenes because I will say if you're a member of the community, you've met Lynn, you've met Casey, you've met Lily. Like though, these are people that you will interact with day in and day out inside the community. So if you're listening and you're a member of the Ally community, they're certainly not behind the scenes. If you've only listened to the podcast. Um, and stuff like that, then you you probably um, don't know them or haven't heard uh, their story. And that's what we wanted to do today is, is get these guys to dive into their stories a little bit, because what Jay and I love, and I think probably you guys listening love, is the stories behind why these three people, Casey, Lynn, and Lily, from different upbringings, from, from different backgrounds, they had different jobs in the past. Like, Why did all three of them decide that going after a location-independent lifestyle was so important that one, they would find a community about it, maybe join by accident, Casey, maybe join on purpose, Lynn and Lily, um, <laughs> but that they would go and find a community about it and then put in the work to, to build up the businesses that they have built up and to come and then work for a company with us. And, and the, all of you guys have other, all of them have other clients too, but build up a business so that they could lead this lifestyle. And so I just want you guys to paint a little bit of what like the transformation was like. Like why go and do something that is different from what normal people do, right? In regular life, different from what probably the people in your quote unquote old life expected of you, maybe what you expected of you in in, in the past. Um, where was that seed planted and why go down that road? So give give us either any of you start off just yeah all right all right Casey's pointing somewhere to anyone but her so Lily and Lily's waving her hand so uh, note for the audio we're gonna we're gonna call out any funny gestures right so you guys can be here live with us on <laughs> Zoom it sounds like so Lily give give us a rundown because you said child fugitive so that's an interesting story of its own right but what yes. brought you to this idea of like I'm gonna I'm gonna make it work lo- and be location independent. Well, you know, there was always, you know, that, that, that I think that child fugitive lifestyle sort of planted a seed way back when. But I think, you know, I always had this idea, wouldn't it be really neat if I could do anything from anywhere and make, you know, make, you know, do something from anywhere to make money? This idea, I didn't have the term location independence in my head, but having lived all over the place as a kid, I always thought, wouldn't it be neat to have a career? So I was thinking maybe a travel writer or something like that. But I just sort of pushed the idea aside because I thought that's unrealistic. Nobody makes a a decent living at that. I'm going to, you know, I'm just going to have to grow up and be mature and go to college and get a normal job. So I did. I went to college and became a teacher and worked for three years as a teacher and realized I didn't, that wasn't a good fit for me. Didn't really like it. Um, I like teaching, but there's a whole lot of other stuff that goes with it that I didn't care for. And, uh, and so I took a job working for the state of Colorado. You would think government job would be pretty horrible, but this particular job was great because I was kind of in the field half the time. And then I was a remote worker half the time in my office and I could take my work to various places. So it gave me a lot of flexibility. So I was kind of halfway location independent for that. And I liked it, but I was, it was uh, still normal, 
normal career. I bought a house. I was very kind of settled in one area, but still dreaming. Then I met my husband um, who lived in a motorhome and traveled all over for his work. And I thought, you know what? I got to figure out how to do that. So after we got married, uh, we've been traveling ever since. We got married in 2011. And I'll tell you, it was a long, arduous, difficult road to learning how to make money online. Um, things didn't really turn for me until I joined LI because I was trying to do it all by myself. I had basically, I mean, just look, reading blog posts and taking online courses and stuff, but I had no support system, no community. And LI changed all that for me. I didn't really start gaining traction with gaining clients and so forth until I joined this community. And so that just really made a big difference for me. I was able to start doing freelance work, editing, writing, and you know, now project management, various other things as, as a location independent person making a decent income now. And I also, I, I am writing now. So you know that dream of being a travel writer mm. Like I've written a book about Loja, Ecuador, and I've done other writing as well. So, you know, it's just kind of all come together in a great way. And, and I really love my life. Mm. And, and one of the cool things I wanted to highlight too, this was really neat is you've been, Jay mentioned you, you and um, Keith, your husband have been living in RV for how many years? Five, we, six? Yeah, we, he had a motor home when we met. Um, but it was old and decrepit and too small for a couple and, and a cat. So uh, we were we just moved around for a while uh, from 2011 until about, uh, I want to say 2015. We bought a class A motorhome in 2015, and we've been living in a motorhome pretty much ever since. And one of the cool parts too is that you know, I think we hear this term like digital nomad. And that's why I that's why we have tended in the past to shy away from it because people assume it means you have to be nomadic. So kind of like you all were doing like, all right, you're in a motorhome, you're bumping around all the time. Although you you all would actually settle in a decent amount too for, for long periods of time at, at at his job sites and things. But then you or now you have a home base in Mexico. So just yes. really briefly touch on that transition because that's a more recent kind of season of your life that you are starting to experience. Yes. Well, as many people who have traveled full time will tell you, it does, you know, it's an awesome lifestyle, but like every lifestyle, it has its pros and cons. And the cons to that lifestyle are, are a lack of consistent social life. And I was really feeling my mental health sort of declining. And I felt like I needed a base where I had friends and knew people and could do the stuff with friends that I needed to do. So I, I had been dreaming of returning to Mexico where I lived as a kid for many years. That's kind of my heart was always there. And I, I looked at every other options. I looked at Ecuador and different places and you know, we came to Mexico and it's like, this just feels right. And we found a house and we settled in right before the pandemic started, uh, got a bunch of furniture, got it all set up and, and then COVID hit, but we've been coming down every year. And the plan is to spend a good chunk of every year in our house in Mexico. And I have, because of my childhood here in this, in this same town, I have many friends that I've known for many, many years, and I have a really good, solid social life here, which makes all the difference. And it just feels great. 
Mm. And I think there's a really good lesson in there. And we'll go to Lynn and then Casey. Um, just about the the term I like to use in Jay, I don't even know where I first heard this. Maybe it was from you or where people just talk about seasons of life and everything has a season. It might be longer. It might be shorter. Um, but when I first heard that, I remember thinking, oh, yeah, I don't have to be nomadic forever. I don't have to have a home base forever. I don't have to have the same home base forever. Right. And uh, I think that's an important thing that you'll probably hear interwoven throughout everyone's story here. And you certainly heard it from Jay and I, and we've talked about Jay was nomadic for a really long time on the road. And then he was in Boulder and then now he's in Norway and I was in Philadelphia. Now I'm in North Carolina. Right. And so I think that one of the benefits of hearing people's stories is realizing that everyone transitions through these seasons of life and there isn't one answer that fits everyone. And it doesn't even have to fit you forever either. And it, and it won't, and that's okay. But when you have the flexibility of being location independent and calling the shots, when what you need or want changes, you can then go and do it without too much friction, i.e., oh, I got to quit a job I've been in for 15 years or something like that. Um, Lynn, let's hear a little bit of, of, of your story. Oh, I'm the old one here, by the way. <laughs> what in my mid-50s, so <laughs> I'll try not to go on too long. You know, I think I always wanted to be somewhat location independent because I, when I thought about what I wanted to do, photography has always been like a big part of my world. And so I always pictured myself you know, photographing the world and, you know, traveling all over. And so I never kind of felt like I would have too much of a home base for that reason. But, you know, back in the, I guess that would be like the late 80s into the 90s, <laughs> definitely um, didn't exist. So um, neither did really the internet. So like being able to make a living didn't really, it just wasn't possible. So I kind of went down the road of, you know, kind of more traditional jobs and ended up kind of um, moving from Cincinnati to Colorado and um, eventually took, um, speaking of government jobs, Lily, um, you know, I worked county government when I was when I lived there. So, um, you know, I ended up working in that and thinking this is just not this is not my life. You know, it's like going in. I loved the team that I worked with. I had an awesome boss. But I couldn't imagine. Um, I, I lived there for 15 years, but I worked for in this government job for like 10 years, and I just knew I'm like I can't I can't do this. And so when I made the decision to um, try to pursue kind of the travel writing and travel photography, like like Lily brought brought up, um, I thought that's I want to try to do that. But I knew that because I was single, I was just renting an apartment. I thought hmm, if I can cut my costs. Um, that would help. And so that's where I approached my parents and I said, hey, can I move back home, have my old room back, not pay rent and <laughs> slip that in there, <laughs> slip that in there. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, and, and they were, you know, and they were aging. So, you know, I think they were happy to have me back, especially after being gone for 15 years and I'm the baby of the family. So, you know, that always holds a special place <laughs> in parents' hearts. So um, so they graciously said yes. And, um, you know, I took off then I was back for like a month and I took off and I was gone for I think three to four months I think um, on this first big long trip I had traveled a little bit internationally mostly to Europe and that sort of sealed the deal that I knew that that I needed to keep doing that because I was just like I was so happy doing that so then it was just a matter of trying to figure it out and I 
I fell flat on my face. I mean, truth be told, it's like I went out. I didn't really have a plan. Um, and I know this is something that has come up um, on some of the location indie, like the side hustle things and and probably in LLA, like you can have a big bank of money and just go out and travel and like without a plan and, and say, hey, I'm just going to travel and try to figure it out. Well, that doesn't always work that way. And so I came back home and I had to kind of take a part-time job while I tried to figure it out. And, you know, I started to figure it out and I kind of figured out that the travel writing and the travel photography, as Lily kind of alluded to, isn't really a great way to to make good money. So I turned to travel planning. So I have my own travel planning business where I plan people's trips because um, people are turning to travel agents for more complex and complicated um, trips. So I have my specialty in Europe and starting to to build that. And, you know, came to the point where I had a part-time location dependent job where I worked at the, the so-called loony bin. <laughs> I, I have to, I really feel bad calling the Cherville community center the loony bin, but, but, you know, I think we all, now the whole world it. knows it. Now the whole world knows it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was, um, you know, it was a fine job. I was working, you know, I had a degree in like fit and I have lots of different degrees, fitness and, and, and health and fitness. And I was working in that part time. And I finally have been able to let go of that. And um, thanks to, of course, becoming the community manager for Location Indie. So I'm 100% location independent. And it's mm-hmm. awesome. And as travel is now starting to come back, because um, that kind of obviously went down the toilet with uh, COVID, you know, things are really picking up. And, you know, it's just Location Indie has been a great place for me to be both as you know, like like Lily said, it, it that really does kind of help like push you into um I think getting your business, whatever that might be, off the ground because being around that a group of like minded people is what really is motivating in so many ways. So yeah. So things are really kind of been pushing forward for me. Fingers crossed for a good year this year. <laughs> I love hearing your guys' stories. And I, I, you know, it's inspiring, Lynn, to hear the, like, it's just a reminder, you're joking about the age and stuff, right? But like, no matter what age you are, if you want to change your lifestyle and you want to do something like that, you have to just go for it and and figure it out. And it's, it's inspiring. I think, you know, it happens, I think more than, uh, than we think because youth culture is so worshiped. You know, it's all about youth and, and what you see when you see digital nomads, at least early on in the digital nomad movement was a lot of, you know, 20 something out there with the laptops doing the thing. But there are a wide variety of people out there doing it and figuring out ways to do it at all ages. So I I just think that's important to kind of point out. Inspiring. I wholeheartedly agree. Yep. I started changing my life in my late 30s. I'm in my mid 40s now. It's absolutely never too late. It's never a wrong time. Correct. Yeah. No. Let's hear, let, let's hear Casey's story a little bit. And Casey, if you, 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 you surprised us and said, I just sold my house. So if you tell yeah. me you're moving to Colorado, <laughs> I'm really going to feel left mm-hmm. out because Jason, Lynn, <laughs> Lily have all lived for a substantial amount of years, two of them working in Colorado government agencies. Um, <laughs> you know, so Casey, I don't know. I mean, Colorado is beautiful. So, hey, so you don't know I if I was with the secret you, service but. or not, Trev. 
Yeah, who knows? I, I, might have, I mean, may or may the not well have been known with a, Secret I Service. I may or may not have Colorado. been with a government agency at uh, some point <laughs> in my life. Well, as as listeners, of this podcast know, um, or maybe if you've heard some of that, we always joke that Jason has has had every job on the planet because every time I talk to him, there is. Yeah, I'll be like, oh, this would be cool. He's like, oh, I, I did that. I've done that. I've done that. So, I mean, you if you told me that you used to run like the Parks and Rec Department for a small town in Colorado, I would be like, yeah. I mean, I, I, might, me. I, might I, I did a- that. I did that, by the way. <laughs> there you go. OK, you were the you were the Amy Poehler of uh, or whatever, whatever her character is in Parks and Rec. Um, oh, I was much, I was much lower in the totem pole. <laughs> Oh, the Leslie. I, I might, I might have thrown a few um, people in the back of a tinted SUV with a hood over their uh, over their head and driven them off to an undisclosed location. Oh, man. Is that strange? All right. Well, you, you may have done that. We'll hear more about your story at some point, Jay. It'll just keep revealing itself throughout the podcast. Um, but Case, you mentioned a really good point here that that I cannot we cannot overstate is that there is never a wrong time to change. So if you're sitting there saying, oh, I'm in my late 30s, I'm my early 40s, I'm in my 50s, I'm in my 20s, doesn't matter. You have to come to a decision where you say, I'm going to make this change. And you've heard from Lily, you've heard from Lynn. Both of them had regular careers for extended amounts of time and, you know, didn't sit there and say, well, I missed my shot because now, you know, I've gone to school. uh, You know, I worked my way up. I kind of got in this job, blah, blah, blah. He said, well, I'm going to make the change anyway. Um, So I want to hear Casey's story. One of the things that I will reveal to you guys is, I have no idea who went to college or where. I actually think I said this to Jason once. I said, "Out of and and we had two uh, th- or three other team members at this time at this point too." And I said, "I could not tell you who went to college. I have no idea what their degrees are, and I don't know where they went." But I think that's indicative of this. If you want a lifestyle, you can create it. I mean, I've been working with you guys for years, and I had no idea, Lily, that you went to college and were a teacher. Um, I don't know what college you went to. So um, I think this idea of like resumes and building it, um, that doesn't need to exist in in this environment. And and I think you guys get that because you've listened to the podcast. So Case, fill us in on, on, a, on your journey and kind of the route you took. And did you go to college and what college? So I grew oh. up in Colorado and um, I no, I didn't. I didn't. I'm a SoCal girl. Um, I just had to throw that in there. I did not go to college. I did about a year and a half at a community college in Las Vegas. And um, yeah, decided that wasn't going to get me where I knew I wanted to be. So why put the money in? (laughs) Gotta love cheap. Um, So my story, uh, it's a little bit different. Um, I now I'm going to bring down the room. So everybody grab a tissue. Uh, My father got sick. And um, in 2008, he got diagnosed with uh, stage four brain cancer. And so I had to, I quickly learned that um, life was not full, it was not to be wasted. Um, his journey and, and his illness really kind of shook my world. Um, and I really, truly at that moment believed that you are not guaranteed time. You're guaranteed to pay taxes. You are guaranteed to do a lot of different things in this life, but how long you have is not one of those things. Um, So when he ended up passing away, I did have to quit my job to help care for him. Um, When he passed away, I kind of went, okay, it's time to reevaluate. I love travel. 
I love working um, and doing things. I, I'm a virtual assistant now, so I love doing those types of things. And I thought, well, there's got to be some way to marry those two. So that's when I started kind of perusing the internet, trying to find my thing. And eventually, of course, I came to accidentally joining <laughs> Location Indie. Um, and it was there that I really realized I'd first learned about virtual assistant work and what that entails and what that could mean for me and where I wanted to be in life. And so I kind of started diving into that, learning about it, being in the community was an amazing help. This sounds like a promo for LI community. I promise you it's not intentional. It's just actually how we all got into where we are today. Um, so I just started taking off from there, learning what I needed to learn and, and, and starting my own business and growing it. Um, since then, um, oh my goodness, so much has happened. So I lived in Vegas. I was a um, assistant buyer. So I was working roughly about 50 hours a week and doing the VA stuff as a side hustle, which was great. Let me tell you, when you start your side hustle and you get that going and you have a full-time job, that is the hardest you're ever going to work. So just know that if you can get through that, you can get through anything. <laughs> um, and ended up leaving that job to go back to Southern California where I was born uh, to help care for my grandmother who was 93, 92 at the time. Um, and then when she passed this, it sounds like my life is really sad. I swear to you guys, it's not, it's been a great life. Um, but when she passed, um, my mother and I, um, moved here to Prescott, Arizona, where I currently am for now. Um, and then my mom got diagnosed with cancer. I swear my life is good, you guys. Um, and so I've just been blessed in that with this career and with this, um, with my uh, job being location independent, I have been able to take the time to care for those that I love, to be there for them in their literal darkest, hardest times in their life. And that is such a blessing because it's not something that everybody can afford to do. You'd have to normally quit your regular job. But let's say the person that you're caring for, you're, they're on your insurance or something like that. You can't quit, right? So I'm happy to say my mom is fine. She's doing great. So let's, let's start with that. She's doing fantastic. And now we're thinking about moving up to Washington. Um, and yeah, if it wasn't for this life, I can tell you, I would have probably had to quit so many times, so many jobs. And just not been able to go with the flow that life has has decided for me. Um, in my move to Washington, another great point is I don't have to be anywhere in particular. So it's not like I have to be in Olympia. I have to be in Seattle. I have to be close to there. There's a commute. There's this. There's that. When I look at these places and they say the commute time is around this, I'm like, I don't care. My commute time is 30 seconds from my bedroom to my office. And that just allows for so much freedom in deciding where we want to move and where we want to live. And that to me is absolutely priceless along with the ability to care for those that you love. So uh, just to wrap it up, life is good. Don't be sad. Take the chances, have the courage. <laughs> I love yeah. that. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Blessed is a is a great word, but also I want to acknowledge the fact that you guys also have worked your butts off and do yes. work your butts off. So there's Thank that you. part of it too. So I just want to give you guys some 
props on that as yes, well. Yes, we are all hardworking individuals on this on this Zoom call slash I know, podcast. I know Chris buzzed us out five minutes ago. Oh, Chris, if you want sorry, to buzz Chris. us now, go ahead. It's okay. Oh, well, Chris, um, is, Chris doesn't know. I mean, there's five of us. And if two of us can go over, then what can five <laughs> of us do? Um, well, I mean, yeah. you know, this is we just wanted to give everybody a taste because this is going to be a lot more of Lynn and Casey and Lily and a lot more different types of conversations going on. But uh, we thought this was a great uh, introductory episode to kind of get you guys into the mix, get everybody to know you a bit. And to, uh, I, I guess, before, I have something before we close, Trav. I want to I hear your thoughts because uh, I, I, I do want you to bounce it back to me before we, we sign out of here. Yeah, Lynn, you, you, you said something in the chat box about, as, as, as Casey was talking about, um, this idea of having to care for her dad first, then her grandmom, and then her mom. And you said that, and, and I know it a little bit, actually, I knew it was with your dad. I didn't know it with your mom. That's a similar experience to what you've been able to have. Yeah. Yeah. As I, as I said, you know, when I moved back to Colorado, my parents were, you know, kind of close to that 80-ish mark. And um, it was a couple of years after I moved back that my mom was kind of diagnosed with this condition. And it was then two years after she was diagnosed that she passed away. So I was already, you know, kind of starting to build my business, but I was able to be here. You know, like Casey said, it's like, you don't have, you're not like asking for time off from a, from a job. You know, I've been, a, I was able to be here and be up with her in the middle of the night and not have to worry about like, oh God, I got to go to the office the next morning. You know, it's like if I needed to sleep in and take care of myself because I was up with her for part of the night, you know, I did. And then, you know, I worked as I could. And now I'm with my dad who's 91 and he's starting to have health issues, but I'm here, you know, I'm here for him. So, you know, whether or not like, you know, in, in, in Jay and, and Travis, position, they have little kids that they can, that they're taking care of and they get to be there for their kids and not have to worry about, you know, being at the office or whatever for people like myself or Casey who have, you know, maybe parents who are a little bit older or anybody with health problems. It's like, we get to be there for them. And so it's kind of like that cycle of life. And like you talk about the seasons of life, you know, you have those different seasons where, you know, maybe you, you need to have that flexibility, which is so important um, to be able to be there for the ones that you love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Truly is yeah. priceless. Yes. Yeah. It, it is. And I think that as, as Lynn mentioned, uh, you know, a lot of times when we talk about location independence, and this is this is great, like we think of I'm going to go sip coffee at a cafe in Italy and work for my laptop, or I'm going to be in that in that beach hut that we've all seen, you know, with the laptop and the daiquiri next to us. And listen, all of us have experienced those moments, and they're as good as advertised. There's a reason that when you see those pictures or hear their stories, you get jealous or envious, or even if you've done it, you think, wow, take me back there. That's epic because it is. But in the day to, I, you know, in the day-to-day life of being location independent, one, it, it's not always as glamorous as that. And, and two, it allows you to do the things that even, yes, that beach hut, working from the beach hut is great and working from the cafe is great, but really the stuff that is truly the most important and that we would all give up those travels for of being there for friends, family, all that kind of the relationships, relationships that we all have and have built, being able to have that. And, and Lynn, you put a really good point to this. I actually thought this 
last night because I couldn't sleep and my son was annoying me. He was kicking me in the bed and I was like, oh my gosh, it's one o'clock. I'm going to be so tired when I wake up. And I thought, okay, well, <laughs> what, you got to record podcasts at 1 p.m. You got to get the kids off to school. Like I remember feeling such dread every night before I went to bed when I was a teacher because I knew at 7.20 that alarm was going off. And you know, it was like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Then you're like, oh my gosh, I got to sleep because I got to get rested. But now I can't sleep because now I'm nervous about trying to sleep. And then, you know, and you're just tossing and turning. Now it's like, okay, that's not as big a deal. Yeah, we all have stuff on our schedule and we all have work and stuff like that. But there is this built-in flexibility that is truly priceless. And on top of that, being able to have the flexibility to care for others. Um, and be there and and have those moments with our kids or our parents or our spouses or anything like that. Um, really, that supersedes in my mind the the exotic pictures that are awesome and are fun too. But it really is all about that. Does anybody else have Aerosmiths don't want to miss a thing in their head? And if not, do you have it right now? Not allowed to play. I, we don't have the rights to that. Sorry. I know. But Thanks, Casey. Now it's in my head. Welcome. You're welcome. We can't afford Sharing the, the joy. rights to that. This is an Apple, Casey. It's location indie. Um, <laughs> uh, one, one other important thing I, I, I do want to uh, bring up is that Fairway to Heaven took place in Las Vegas in 1996. Was it Steve Goldberg, Casey? Was it Glenn Fry? Was it Vince Gill? Was it No, Steven but I know all Stills? them. Perhaps Jack Wagner? Who no, was it? Went for many Jack years. Wagner. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> oh, oh. Lynn's, uh, Lynn's all about that Jack Wagner. Here. She's like, wait a minute. I'm like getting that time machine. Hit that fairway to heaven. This, this is not a hint, <laughs> but I'll give you a little backstage thing. Um, I was standing there and I had my plate of food and I was going to sit down at a table and Will Smith came up to me. And that's not one of the people. That's not one of the people. Um, and asked me if his grandmother could sit with me and eat with me since he had to like kind of work the room. And so I mm. sat and ate with his grandmother. There you go. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> I know it was useless fact. Blowfish. I know it was. Hootie oh, those are my boys. I've known them for years, but no. Darius? Was it Darius Rucker? <laughs> no, he's a sweetheart, but no, but it is somebody. Oh, there we go. It is somebody adjacent that knows them very well and is friends with them. Adjacent to Hootie and the Blowfish could be a lot of different people. That's for yeah. sure. It very anyway. could, but think about the nineties. <laughs> what I one hit wonder band circle back was it? it? Come on. I mean, I found this article on La the Las Vegas Sun, published October fourth, nineteen ninety six. So we had to, yeah, we had to give a shout. Yeah. Fairway to Heaven. There you go. That's what it was called. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and it sounds like you know, like you said, this isn't a promotional uh, episode for Location Indie, but uh, in in some ways, sounds like it's uh, it's an honor to hear that the Location Indie community was a bit of a fair way to your own personal location independent heaven. Sorry, I I, I tried to tie it all in. <laughs> oh, that was Good a bad. Tie anyway. Good it was tie a stretch. In. It was a stretch. <laughs> I don't know. That's a stretch. <laughs> oh, Jason. <laughs> I would not be where I am now if it wasn't for LI, and that is no BS. We love you guys. Same. No, we love yeah. you too. And <laughs> glad to have you here on this show and to hear more from you. Danke. Happy to be awesome. here. Thank you guys for listening. Um, if you want more information, uh, about the Location Indie community, which Casey, Lynn, and Lily, as they mentioned, were all members of the Location Indie community before coming on and joining our team. Uh, you could check that out, locationindie.com. 
Um, we do a lot of cool stuff there. The community is not always open for members. So the best thing you can do, if we're just asking you to take one action, you heard their stories, you're like, okay, I want to find out more about this. Get on the email list. You can do that very easily from the homepage. And that's where you'll hear all about the stuff that we're doing, opening up Location Indie when it's open for new members. Also, if you're listening live, when this comes out, we are doing the Paradise Pack project again. So what Casey thought she was buying um, many years ago, we'll be back. And she is actually helping us head up that project. So um, yeah, so we'll be rocking with the Paradise Pack. That is March 29th. I believe I'm getting this date right. March 29th through April 4th. We'll be having that seven-day sale for the Paradise Pack. So if you're listening when this comes out, make sure you're on the email list and that you're checking back on that because we have a slew of amazing people who would be contributors for that. And that is all geared towards giving the resources to start down your own location independent path. Um, so it's a bundle sale products that uh, would be a lot of money if you bought them all out of pocket. We package them up, we give you a crazy discount on them, and then we help you source out and figure out the roadmap of going through those products to then actually get to the end point that you want, which if you're listening, this is probably location independent. So hop on the email newsletter. You'll feel, you'll hear all about that. And over the next couple of weeks, uh, we have a bunch of different types of podcast episodes that will be coming out. Casey, Lynn, Lily, myself, Jason, we've all got the um, different ideas of the content we're going to produce. So we'd love to hear from you as well. So uh, always feel free to email us with your suggestions or thoughts or comments team at Location Indie or get a hold of us at Location Indie on Instagram with how you like the new format and what you've enjoyed. Because if you guys all enjoy something, we'll do more of it. If y'all don't enjoy something, we'll do less of it. Uh, it's as simple as that. So thank you guys for listening. Casey, Lynn, Lily, thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Bye, guys. Thanks.